Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Just climb down, baby. For, for, for capita export value. Libraries. Louis, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gold ass to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello, welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring, the show about Canadian politics that is for people who don't like them or want more things. Jesse, I was I... just talking about how great you are at marketing, and and then you go and you disappoint me with something like that. Sorry. Reese, try it again. This time, I'm going to direct you. This time, I want you to pretend that you're hyped up on a bucket of cocaine, okay, have just stubbed your toe. And are surprised. And action. I don't want to. I don't take direction very well. Yeah, I noticed. Okay. I've got a rebellious streak in me that makes me want to do the opposite of anything and anyone ever tells me. is why I'm such a terrible employee. <laughs> <laughs> you, you own two companies. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. <laughs> I work for me. That's the only way that I can work. So. 
How are you doing? How's the pandemic? Uh, are you going crazy yet? It's been two years. We haven't recorded in person for a while, and I miss those fun, fun times. And I do again. I, I miss okay. having to look into the uh, deadness of your eyes and wonder how on earth the soul exists in there. Those dark black holes, yeah. eyes. It's uh, it's frightening. To yeah, you slowly consuming <laughs> mass and time through my I, eyes. The number of times I've watched your face slowly consume itself as if a black <laughs> hole existed in the middle of your face was... Only to be reborn as a star. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a face. Anyway. Well, I was, I was, I was feeling... That's it. why your wife married you, because she was terrified of being sucked into your black hole. <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> yes, yes, whatever you want, yes. That was, it. That was in our vows, actually. Anyway... Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm in a good mood because we got another speak pipe message. Another speak pipe message. Huzzah. Are you, are you ready? I'm ready, Reese. Play it, baby. Hello, Reese and Jesse. Uh, this is Lynette and I am from Alberta. I'm a longtime listener and I just wanted to say, uh, keep going. I really appreciate your show. I, um, do really, uh, like to hear your views on things. Um, I also wanted to say I was listening to the law, uh, the weird laws episode and if I remember correctly, and this is probably a game of telephone by now, uh, but I think it had something to do, the yellow margarine had something to do with Quebec and their dairy industry and their butter. Um, I don't remember the details, and this could be an old wives' tale, but <laughs> um, you could always research it and give it a try. Anyhow, uh Thanks again, and uh, yeah, just keep keep doing your thing. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, that was really nice. Thank you, Lynn, really nice for reaching out. Yeah, thank you. It was very sweet. I'm guessing, are we going to be learning more about that episode now? Is that what this is? I pulled up more research on that. So, um, and then we're going to move on to another to another topic for this episode. But I thought, right. ah, we should get through this inquiry. So, yellow, yeah, and also Lynette, the way you said mar- I say margarine, but she said margarine, and I mar- was- margarine is how we pronounce margarine. it here. That's in quite the, cool in the yeah. real world. Anyway, um, not in the past, like where I come from. Right. So um, the what happened was when uh, margarine became or margarine became. See, when you say margarine, I'm picturing you talking about a person, yeah. like your next door neighbor, margarine, margarine Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a detective novel, Mar- Marjorie Jones and the case of the <laughs> antique aubergine or something. I don't you mean know. the the woman with one leg shorter than the the, the other? Marjorie Jones investigates another crime in Victorian Britain. Anyway, um, <laughs> as she hobbles her way to the truth, <laughs> exactly. No one is as slippery as Marjorie Jones. Anyway, she has no traction on the bottom of her feet. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so Quebec, Quebec, Marjorie on them. In in the 1970s, Quebec was shook by the rising popula- uh, popularity of margarine, and the dairy farmers were so threatened that they insisted that margarine wasn't coloured yellow because it threatened their butter in but their butter uh, industry. I think you, didn't you mention this? I, I did, but this, this I've actually found the, the data about it, and it was the, the law was in effect for 21 years. So in, in July uh, July 08 2000 uh, sorry July the 8th 2008. They uh, changed the law because the, the the Quebec dairy farmers dropped their um, block the kind of blocking of uh, yellow margarine because margarine's popularity had dropped, 
uh, and butter had regained its popularity with consumers, so they weren't threatened by margarine anymore. That's, so it could be yellow again. That's amazing. That's <laughs> so, amazing. So there we go. So like, so they what it was just white. I mean, they could have picked any other color. I would have gone for like I don't know, like, like uh, puke uh, green, just yeah, like, like fluorescent gold. green, it's fluorescent like pink. Yes. Oh my god! Can you imagine how cool that would be? Yeah. Like spreading cotton candy on your toast. Exactly. It just oh my god, this tastes so good, even though it's the same. But the colors trick my brain. <laughs> uh, before we get up, before we jump into the next topic, I do have a small business that I'd like to promote. Cool. Do it. Just because. <clears> sorry, you... I was just I just got bubbly at my nose. <laughs> Pardon me. Carry on. Snorting whiskey again. No, I'm drinking the bubbly and black. Oh, the the black, bubbly? Blackberry bubbly. Blackberry bubbler. <laughs> go, uh, go on. So I just like since we're doing, uh, we're, we're promoting. Promote the small, small business. businesses. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, uh, my buddy Patrick's wife, uh, Kimberly. Um, she has a, uh, a, a website where she sells designs and and pieces and, and really neat stuff that you should like paintings and it's hard to describe. Uh, really neat canvas paintings. I'm doing the, a horrible job advertising this. You're a really good marketer. You should be doing this. Well, I haven't seen the website. So go to that website that Jesse's friend's partner has that has all things on it. Like watercolors with like oil paintings on really sh- neat shaped canvases, like octagonal shaped canvases and like other shaped other shapes. <laughs> wow. It's, I'm looking at it now. There's really, really cool stuff. It's very trippy. It's really, really <laughs> what, what trippy. Is, what's the website? The, the website, and uh, Patrick agrees with me, is um, just a, a really long and a difficult name to remember. So get out your pen. You're, and really, paper. <laughs> you're, really, you're really nailing this. Really Sh- nailing this. I know. Uh, ShaktiKDesigns.onuniverse.com. I'm not even going to bother typing Right? In. Okay. So you should, though, listeners. Shakti, like S-H-A-K-T-I. Yeah. And then and then just K. K. And then designs. Designs. Shakti K designs dot on universe dot com. <laughs> now, Patrick told me that they were getting another memorable, more memorable website URL, but that doesn't happen between that conversation and now. So this is what you get. If you want a really neat painting as a gift or something for your treehouse, go to shaktikdesigns.onuniverse.com. There you go. I tried to type it and I messed it up. And I don't know. I'm not like a, you know, 404. Oh, anyway. and my buddy Patrick's uh, awesome podcast, if you're ever stressed out and just want to relax, is uh, called We Live on a Planet, which I've talked about before. Yay. It's so. also true. Yeah, we well, that's debatable by a lot of people, but some people think we live on a disc. I know. <laughs> so they anyway. really do. And we're, and we're actually going to talk about those kind of people today for this episode. Are you fucking serious? No, well, it, this is that would have been coincidental. So obviously, we're recording this, and the the blockades are still happening. Like by the maybe they've ended by the time this episode goes out. But um, about. How angry are we talking about? Are we talking about the fucking Karen convoy? The no, 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 we're not. Do you know what? Do you know what? We're talking about this. The the, this story, this episode is all about the um, the fact that public health, the public health agency of Canada, uh, has tracked the locations of 33 million Canadians during the pandemic using their phones. Hold on, Uh, say that again. The public health agency of Canada has tracked the locations of 33 million Canadians' mobile devices during the pandemic. How? 
Uh, I'll get into the detail of that. But the reason I want to talk about this was all those people protesting about their rights and their freedom um, uh, under that guise of all that have completely overlooked this and has been in the news for a while. Um, the fact that the, the, their actual phones are being tracked by Public Health Canada because of COVID, I've not seen one of them mention it. I've not seen it on any side. Or it's not been a talking point I've seen anywhere. So where is this something that actually experts are concerned about in terms of like overreach of uh privacy um the the the, the people who were apparently freedom fighters uh it hasn't even registered with them that this is a thing they're not they're not freedom fighters we can get into that though no I, i'm not saying they are i think they think they are well they don't even think they are is my point they just it's they just want to be in a club Honestly, I know they, they, like, they, they want just, attention. They do, and like yeah. everyone wants attention. We look at what we're doing. You know, just so, like everyone kind of wants to be heard, and some people get in with the right crowd, and some people get in <laughs> with the wrong crowd. Right? It's just you know they don't. They're just saying what everybody else is saying. Freedom. They I don't know, but, really but, know why they're saying it or what's like. They don't do research or no, no. Know, but a lot of the stuff they talk about is nonsense. But this is something they could talk about that actually. People would make people go, oh yeah, that, that is a bit that is a bit concerning. Like the the disturbing amount of personal data that TikTok is allowed to get off your phone because you give them access to, but people like, well, whatever. Exactly. It's TikTok, you know. It's like, like they, don't get a vaccination. They're gonna put a chip in you to track you, just like the phone I've got. Do you have any idea how expensive that would be? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just like the yeah, exactly. That's like the just phone. like the phone I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as, as so, you share that message on TikTok. Okay, so there's a there's an app on my phone that I I purposely downloaded that I have never once used. Um, called uh, COVID Alert. Is this the app you're talking about? No, it's no. Supposed so, to, so it's it wasn't it's even an, it wasn't even an app. But I mean, if if you download that app and you want to take part in that kind of tracking in the UK, they had an app on yeah. your phone you could install just lets if, you know if you came close to someone else who was infected exactly and yeah. and but they they had to scrap I mean, it by, in the uk I, because i have it i don't by saying i didn't use it i just mean i've never had to use it it's never given me an alert it's never it's never told me anything but the, know, the, so. the the issue with the with the uk was that if you were in a traffic jam like and you were just near somebody in a different vehicle who had it then you could essentially get a message saying hey you need to self-isolate even though you were like nowhere near them hmm because it was just all location-based. But anyway, so this story is that um, apparently the... And this is a, this was a National Post article from uh, December the 24th. Due to the urgency of the pandemic, uh, PHAC, or Public Health Agency of Canada, collected and used mobility <laughs> data, such as cell tower location data, during the COVID-19 response. So um, what they did was the they were trying to evaluate the effectiveness of public lockdown measures and it was to allow the agency to understand possible links between movement of populations with within Canada and the spread of COVID-19. Um, and the idea was it was de-identified aggregated data so they could see... What does that mean? I think it, the idea was it was like you could see a little blip move in or you go, oh, that that phone moved there or that kind of person moved there, but it didn't necessarily mean they could pull up you, who you were 
and your information. It wouldn't matter. Kind of, People are going to get pissed about this anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it exactly. Doesn't, doesn't matter how detailed or not detailed. They might as well have gone full fucking detailed because people are going to get just as mad either way. Exactly. <laughs> so, and their plan is to track people's movement for roughly the next five years to address other public health issues such as other infectious diseases, chronic disease prevention, and mental health. So the idea is they're just trying to, but don't, but like, so, like, a lot of people are getting angry about this, the government. Well, of course, because, saying, like, they, I, and, I, and, like, okay, for one, for one thing, and we, we won't get into that, is people love to get fucking angry. They, they love do. it. And they look for reasons to. And this is just another fucking reason to. We don't have to get into that because that's going down a different road. But, like, man, people fucking love to get angry, especially if you can give them a reason to. You know, like, how does that fucking impact your life at all? other than positively down the road. You know, people are used to data aggregation being a negative thing because of fucking Facebook. Exactly. You know? it's, and, and like social media conglomerates like them have, have made it, turned it into like this horrible, horrible term and you're taking away their freedom and you're making a profit off it. This is fucking Health Canada trying to better understand how to make our lives better. But like fucking who gives a fucking shit if they found out that you went to the corner store on Sunday and don't know your name. Like, it's just exactly. like- <laughs> it's like they, they know a person went there. They don't know who went there. Why? Uh, how, you know, freedom, my exactly. freedom is being black. <laughs> but, but, but this is, this is the funny thing about it. So, so David Lyon, who's author of the pandemic surveillance, and is the former director of the Surveillance Studies Center at Queen's University, mm. basically said that um, uh, he can see how the the surveillance surge during the pandemic was way bigger than the surveillance surge after 9-11. Um, well, I mean, we have absolutely. more technology to do it now. And I think, I think that's it is way easier to kind of, whereas before hacking people's phones, and no one was sharing as, you think of 9-11, mm-hmm. like no one was sharing, no one, there was no TikTok or all those Can you platforms. fucking imagine? Could you fucking imagine 9-11 with TikTok well, around? People, people dancing. Like, seriously, though. Like, selfies while the building collapsed. Honest to God, you know that would have happened. Yeah. Like, anyway, yeah. There's, I would like to bring up something Russell Brand uh, touched on. I don't know if this was his idea or not. Which is, so what I just said about, like, who cares? You know, privacy, privacy, blah, 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 blah. It's not impacting your life directly. However, and he brought up an interesting point that made me think about it. And it wasn't about privacy at the time. He was talking about um, uh, vaccines and vaccine mandates, specifically vaccine mandates. And in this particular instance, how the government is mandating that you do something with your body, which, you know, you and I, we know the science. We have some reputable sources of information that we've, you know, kind of vetted. We get it. We're like, okay, yeah, we believe this. It's for the greater good, et cetera, blah, 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 blah. His point was not about the specifics. His point was the fact that it's a slippery slope about what we allow our government to do now and how easily that could slide into them doing other things in the future. And that we just, we don't need to necessarily stop them every time they try. We just kind of have to keep our button on the pulse a finger on the pulse sort of thing. So like, oh, okay. Yeah, but, but pe- so like, like so, so but instru- people so that- being on vac- mass vaccination is like not, that's always been a thing. No, but I'm, it's not about the vaccine. It's not about what they're doing. It's about what, how they're going about it. It's about the government 
dictating and mandating what you do and do not do with your body as an example, right? It's just as same with like privacy right now with them, with, you know, with them not telling us uh, that they're tracking our phones so that, and you know, and the, the intent is good. The intent is, is a healthy intent. It's for bettering, you know, the health of the public, you know, and getting, getting statistics so that we understand pandemics more, et cetera, et cetera. Like it all, it's got a rosy glow on it. Right. But the idea, and this isn't my idea, this is, I'm just sharing this from what I've heard from other people. And it kind of makes sense is we have to make sure that we don't completely gloss over like, eh, whatever, it's not affecting my life. Fucking do what you want. Because then they will do what they want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I, I yeah. think I think a it's, little it's, bit of I understand now that a little bit of pushback is can be a good thing. Just it just lets them know they can't get away with whatever the fuck they want, even though what they're currently doing, I agree with. Does that yeah, make sense? I mean, <laughs> the, the vast majority of people agree with it. So yeah, you could, it, it's it's hard. Like, at what point do you go? Oh, this is the government telling everyone to do everything, and they just fall into line, or the government, um, uh, you know, enacting what the public actually want. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that that's messy and overlaps, but you know, there's no way they'd go right. Everyone, you all have the vaccinations. Now, what we want to do is put a, a HDMI cable in your temple, um, just so that you can get more information better from us. And I really thought you break. were going to say up your ass. I really thought no, no, you were gonna, that was just that's, like that's, that's, <laughs> that would have been too easy. But anyway, the thing is, like people like Russell Brand though, um, and all those people, and you've said this yourself, is people get really worried about the government tracking their data. And, and no, not information. Not but about it that. Com- it's not what it comes Brand's to saying. He's just relaying information. No, no but, but it's a very yeah. Anyway, but but private companies, people have no problem giving all of their data away. Oh yeah, isn't that fucking weird? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss okay when was the last time that the government sent you a cute cat video the government takes your money away from you gives you calls as if we've heard from the last fucking podcast we did they call you up and they tell you to go fuck yourself right well i i, <laughs> I listened to the last podcast it's like last last night me and my wife were looking at some wall art on the internet going oh then maybe that would look nice and then all day today while I've wall art you should go to shakti k designs exactly. on universe.com yeah exactly <laughs> they are, it's wall art i tried it's actually wall art i did try <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, but the thing is is that 
now today all of my bros are being targeted <laughs> by by wall art and you brought it up as well which is weird so like the i just want to come into your home once and ask hey can i check my email real quick and then just like populate your google algorithm with nothing but like just the dirtiest porn ever so and like weird sex toy ads will pop up for just i just just want to fuck with your algorithm sorry continue please don't. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. I just want just to want fuck, to fuck with, with your algorithm. Your algorithm. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I mean, that was the thing. The, the thing is that Public Health Canada, there's not some giant, like, mission control where they've got this giant TV screen with, like, all, like, dots and they're tracking people and there's, like, some evil general with, a, with a, like, a hat. It's none of that. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> you know he's evil because of a hat. So, so the, the Public Health Canada were just basically getting this information from the private companies that own all the cell towers and, the lo- and run the location data. Right. So these are private companies who have all this information already. You haven't even told me about the backlash. I just assumed there was Well, one. that's the thing. There hasn't really been much of a backlash. No one's really paying attention to it because, um, and again, you, you could easily, I haven't seen any of those protesters talk about this. Hmm. They're like, oh, well, they're, track, they're tracking us. Mainly I because, mean, like, are you really surprised? No, but that's my that's my point. Like the people in that convoy, they they were big shots in high school, and then everyone went on and had a life, and now they finally found meaning again. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, that's a really good insult. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, everyone Level moved on. Sword. Everyone had a life, and uh, and finally they're relevant again. <laughs> so, um, and this, this was it. Uh, Teresa Scazza, who is. Uh, researches information law policy at the University of Ottawa. Basically, her quote said, people seem much more concerned about government access and data than they are about the fact that it's being collected so widely and rapaciously by the private sector. Um, And she said that Canada's age and privacy laws in the age of big data are kind of not fit for purpose. And the private sector is collecting and using sensitive information for profit. And governments are just the clients of of those businesses. Hmm. <clears throat> so it's not that that data is already out. There's probably way more identifying data out there that essentially the government is just buying what is on the market through data brokers. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's not government control. Is it, they're just going, ah, oh, there's a marketplace for all this data and we can use that. So it, it's, yeah, the, the laws are out of date. People are giving their, their their data away massively anyway, and the government one government department just said maybe we should buy some information that could help us during the pandemic. That's kind of what happened here. So is this is this episode? There's nothing. There's not even a response. This episode is the government's buying some some location data and nobody cares. Is well, <laughs> but, but I kind of feel like you're right. I, nobody cares. Nobody, no, no. But 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 my point is is that they 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 just. The, the the headline made it seem like they were tracking people now, this top secret scheme that was like in the government, you know, people, people always imagine the government's doing it with these like kind of uh, secretive centers where they can watch stuff and track stuff. All they did was just like call up a data broker and go, hey, have you got this? And they're like, oh yeah, we can get that. And yeah. then you just bought it off. And give her the money. No, Thank I've worked the with the government. I guarantee you, they don't know what they're doing. No, no, okay. exactly. exactly. <laughs> they, they don't have all that. But that data exists. It's not that that data didn't exist. Um, and the government then created a, th- a way to, to extract that data. That data is there. They just bought it. Right. But you don't know who has that data. They're not bound by laws like the government. Right. And those companies that have that data aren't even in Canada, probably. 
You're just making that part up now. This is we're just making up shit as we go now. Okay. No, no, no. We... But, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying that Google isn't a Canadian company. That's true. And they do a lot of tracking, all the algorithms with the the shopping and the pictures and stuff. That's through Google. And TikTok is is not um, you know a North American company either. Obviously, like Twitter and Facebook are. So, oh, but did you hear? Actually, speaking, I mean, like this is in the news recently, and I I typically don't read the news, so I don't know a lot about this. But this was huge about um, Apple's new security policy, uh, new tracking data and app policy. What So Apple has this new policy in place where if an app wants to collect data from your phone and from like, so basically the, like Facebook, how it's, how Facebook is making so much insane amount of money is called, uh, there's a, there's, there's a, it's a pixel. It's a Facebook pixel and you place it in different websites and they sell it to you as the website owner as like, you'll be able to track your user's data with this sort of thing, blah, 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 etc. But it's Facebook's way of tracking data on, and they're on millions and millions and millions of websites around there. So if you log on to Facebook, okay, and then you browse off of Facebook and you go to Amazon and you buy something at Amazon and then you you just Google, you know, I want to look up silly putty stories and then you do that and whatever and you just surf the web for a fucking hour. Facebook knows every single fucking website you visited and what you bought, what you looked at, how much time you spent looking at all that. This is where Facebook is making all of their fucking money from. Okay, is they know exactly what your browsing history is and all this stuff from the Facebook Pixel. Same as Google. Google has a Pixel as well. It's, it's called the Pixel, and they're on websites. Okay, so Apple has recently changed their policy for apps, such as the Facebook app, which, yes, was able to track your browsing history on your phone itself. Okay, so that if apps wanted to track what you did outside of the app itself, it now had to ask your permission and couldn't deny you access to the app for saying no. This lost Facebook something in the somewhere like like billions of dollars in revenue overnight when this happened, because this is Facebook's entire business model is tracking where you go outside of Facebook. Maybe not entire business model, but it's a huge, huge yeah, yeah, chunk yeah. of it. And their yeah. stock plummeted. They lost gobs and gobs and gobs of money. And and all of like it's just it's really That's a lot of money. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's- Honestly, just from Apple going like, yeah, we want our uh, we want our, our users to have a little bit more uh, privacy. So yeah, there yeah, you go. Exactly. And they yeah. should. But I think I think this is the interesting. I just, just, as, is, just as an aside, I thought that was a fascinating fucking turn yeah. of events in the news lately. So, and, and that's the thing is like the, the, how the government uses that data, and also how anyone can anyone can go buy that data. Right. Yeah. So if we wanted to kind of like, well, I wonder, I wonder where all our listeners are and what, what where they are right now. Um, I don't know. Could we buy that? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, imagine Lynette. we're looking at you, Lynette. <laughs> Lynette. <laughs> <laughs> Track Lynette. <laughs> so. <laughs> We know you bought a muffin this morning. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I don't know, but I just find it, I find it interesting that like the, the headline was trying to make it seem like it was a government thing where all they did was put a contract out saying, Hey, we want to buy this data and find this information out. And um, they said, Oh, this is worse than like nine 11 security and, and all this kind of thing. And you kind of just go, it it's, it's inevitable, I guess, that the government would start to get that kind of information. Much like they'd ask for a poll or a survey, that data is just out there for people to purchase from people like Facebook or Google or whatever. Right. And also, that even if you did... like, So the headline and- was, Government of Canada purchased data that already exists. 
No, the government was um, Canada's health agency admits it tracked locations for 33 million de-identified mobile devices during lockdown. No, they didn't. Somebody else did, and they just bought the information off them. Health Canada admits that they bought location data the same as 327 other companies did. Exactly. Right, yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. like, so like it's, the story is that, that the story... It just sounds like clickbait. Where'd you find this? What, exactly. This what news, was a, no, like what news source was this? This was from the Ottawa Citizen, which is a newspaper in Ottawa. Yeah, are, are we sure that that's a reputable source of news here, Reese? I think so. <laughs> I think it is. It's not like we Info really have Wars. to be careful these days. Honestly, it's not like God. an Infowars kind of site. Is I was no, but I was a, I was thinking about this honestly. Like, but I didn't. That wasn't the only source. That was where that headline was from. I, I mean, I know we are technically a comedy podcast, but I do believe people probably listen, like, might believe us when we tell them a bit of news, and that's well, dangerous in itself because, like, we don't know what we're talking about. We just we're <laughs> you know, so like, we should really be careful where we get our news sources from. Well, that was from yeah. The Ottawa Citizen is a newspaper. It doesn't uh, mean it's a good one. No, no. <laughs> but I'm not reading it and saying agree. Just because with everything. it's a newspaper doesn't automatically mean they're not full <laughs> to the brim with corruption. <laughs> but my point is that we talk. We used her as a source. To we discuss. got our newspaper badges last week. We're totally fine. But we used her as a source, and we discussed it, and we're actually pulling apart the article and the perspective of saying the government tracked everyone. So no, but I'm I'm saying we're not like. like saying that it is a, it is like gospel no but i mean like if if you came to me with a with with a, a headline from like the national Enquirer, oh know, i did we, but I didn't, <laughs> we I wouldn't didn't. have to pull it apart because it's just i know but but you asked, me to, you asked me to read what the headline was i'm just just i'm just saying I'm just oh, okay no sorry well anyway <laughs> i mean obviously read, read <laughs> if you see a headline that is clickbaity take the time to ignore it or read the article and then look for other articles 15 ways that health canada has tracked your location this year but anyway but the number 13 the, will shock you <laughs> but the 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 truck convoy um high school heroes they um you know the, the, this isn't like if they wanted to like take that headline and make it seem even worse and more dramatic see they're even tracking our phones and all this kind of thing mm. they could but no one seems to it's just i'm just saying it's low-hanging fruit for them but yeah. no one but no one's paying attention to it and and no one's paying attention to the real story that they didn't track people that data is already there they just asked to buy some of it so <laughs> <laughs> anyway our news is getting ridiculous, man. Right. It almost feels like they're reaching. Like they're, but that, yeah. I, that newspaper, I don't think the, you know, the obviously, even with the trucking not, convoy, like just because you're a news a news agent, does it? Do you have to cover everything? Just because it's kind of popular. CTV like, in Alberta has taken the branding off their vehicles because they were getting attacked. What? Uh, because they covered it? No, because when they were driving around in like. CTV branded vehicle as reporters, yeah. they were being targeted by who? People who don't like media. No, is this during the convoy sort of thing? No, right now I think as is going on during all this stuff, people are emboldened to go and go mainstream media is lying, that kind of stuff. I mean, there's a that's that's a different topic we can get into that I'd actually be kind of interested in learning more about. From what I understand, there's a and like I I don't understand which is the thing. Like I'd like to understand, but from kind of what I've been hearing, there's a lot of corruption happening inside. Like a lot of um, 
a lot of people like just in bed with politicians and with corporations. And these are media conglomerates in some fashion. And like apparently misinformation and misdirection is not just like in our heads. Apparently it is happening sort of thing with news sources that we once trusted. So like, I, again, yeah, I don't but, know. About yeah. This, but like, I, I mean, I'm hearing I mean, over and is- over and over and over again that this is happening i'm like yeah but it doesn't mean you should attack a ctv no times. no no not where i'm going with that i'm just saying like as a topic i think we should talk about it sometimes we could we could talk about we should definitely do an episode yeah. because yeah you know n- newspapers are you shouldn't you shouldn't attack the fucking news van you should no no like, exactly if you're going to attack but, anybody like, i think i think the push pop- over a truck in the convoy <laughs> just part, yeah. part of the problem is is that news does has become clickbaity and it's you know, news hugely clickbaity, hugely. So, so, so the focus of what is is now like a marketplace on, of people reporting on what gets uh, traffic, rather than. Uh, and I think this is why I really like more of the independent journalists who are now being funded uh, by uh, Patreon or however, because they can focus purely on. You look at like the um, like Halifax Examiner here in this city. You know, they it's a, a small journalistic outfit that goes for that kind of. We're just going to do try and do good journalism, and it's funded by people who want us to try and give impartial reporting on things. I feel I think, like impartial journalism is no longer a thing. I feel it, like it's I, all say, based on ratings and likes. Yeah, top ten things about stuff. You know, and you won't be, you won't believe what Justin Trudeau uh, had in his pocket today. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, but not but, only that, but they've got competition for the first time ever. News sources have competition from, from idiots, from like, idiots with phones, with large, like just. But but also but like think, people people who watch them on TikTok and Instagram because they really like their makeup tutorials. These people are suddenly reporting the fucking news. I know, you know, and, like honestly, I think like it is terrifying how journalistic integrity and the ability for journalists to just go out and find stories without being interfered with by uh you know the owners of that media organization uh, it it's it is but even that in itself is a misdirection i think most people who go into journalism go into it because they want to just find good stories and uh you know expose truths and kind of share news and information in that way i think that it is there are or media organizations that do have agendas and things, but fundamentally, when you boil down to it, nobody goes to the journalism school because they want to trick everyone. People <laughs> go to journalism school because they they want to tell important stories and and share them with a wider audience. So I think I think the the structures that people do journalism in have changed over time, which is why public publicly funded. Um, journalism is important because there's no business agenda there's no say an oil company buys a newspaper you're only going to get good news about oil and right you're, in a minute you're going to downplay global warming stories for instance that's oh, gonna God. happen i remember i was i was fucking i was working for a company and they they had me editing fucking promotional not promotional but i swear to god it was propaganda videos for liquefied national gas and it was just it made me feel so fucking dirty like just i i stopped i told my boss i'm not doing it anymore and he argued with me but I'm like nope i'm not i just feel gross and it was gross it was like they they anyway that's a different story altogether but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. good times good memories but anyway yeah. so um <laughs> in conclusion um yeah uh protect your data Yep. Yeah. So, uh, 
speakpipe.com forward slash Canadian politics is boring. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Canadian politics is boring. If you want to, if you want to be part of the, the, the super elite secret club that we've got. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we, um, put out, we put out free shit and we're, we're yeah. More stuff is coming. And, um, and thank, thank you to those I mean, who are patrons, yeah. by the way, you guys are, are legends are and rock stars. Yeah, yeah. So cool. So, oh, yeah, and don't forget, Reese, cool. tell them, tell them to go to the, to Patrick's wife's website. Moon Kimberly. Kimberly is her name. Hi, Kimberly. Moonbeam K Universe Time. That's it. <laughs> it's com. Shakti. S-H-A-K-T-I. T-I? Let's try that again, Jesse. Shakti. S-H-A-K-T-I. K. Designs. Dot. <laughs> on universe. Dot. Com. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. I tried, man. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.